0: You have tuned into The Voice of Medicine, the medical podcast filled with remarkable stories, first-hand experience, important research, and valuable life lessons. Open your mind, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. I hope you had a great week. My today's guest is Dr. Leila Stojanovic, She's a consultant in clinical immunology and allergology as well. She's from Serbia. She was featured on Serbian national TV multiple times. Um, Her wide scope of practices enables her to have a holistic view on medicine and on healthcare in Serbia as well. I'm glad that she took her time um, and is going to talk to me about um, Serbia's healthcare, about the improvement, about the challenges. Uh, we're going to discuss um, allergies, uh, certain differences uh, between between um, allergies, among other things. We're going to discuss vaccination, and I hope you're going to enjoy. So Leila, I'm very happy that you could make it to the podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, on Serbian, we, we said Dobro vas našla. Like when you said "welcome," uh, Serbian will, te- will give you like "dobro vas našla." So "dobro vas našla,"
0: <laughs> okay? But, you know, like it sounds. It sounds a little bit uh, it, like the language is it, the language is familiar to to uh, to to my mother tongue, and it actually sounds like if you said you found it well. You know, if you translated.
1: Yes. 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 It's, yes. Perfect.
0: It's, pre- it's pretty cool. Um, so let's start a little bit broadly um, with, with a you know rather broad question. Um, I didn't have anybody so far from from Serbia's healthcare, so I'm very happy that you could make it. And um, I've you know you've been a part of of uh, Serbian healthcare now for over 15 years. I would like to know from your perspective where is Serbian healthcare now? Let's say compared to. The past uh, 10, 10 years that you've been in it, like what what is the progress that you guys made so far?
1: Yeah, well, uh, the main period that uh, we start to calculate that uh, th- that period of uh, differences is from two 2000- thousand. Uh, 2000s so on the basis of gathering data from demographical studies uh, from uh, uh, UNIA research about alcohol and drug abuse medical indicators about diseases and injuries burden in Serbia life standard study and many other analyses made by Ministry of Health Statistic Institute uh, demographic decline in mark as a main impression in Serbia so main indicator of social and economical status and functional healthcare system in Serbia uh, is to one uh, of life children mortality rate actually and mortality rate uh, of Serbian children up to one year old is decreased from uh, 11.6 on uh, 6.7 from 2000s. so we have uh, that little bit you know uh, we go forward so through the implementation process of healthcare policy, the goals that uh, were set are achieved in large degree. The goals such as development and level of health, healthcare uh, institution, institution network. It is necessary to uh, speed up the process in individual field, such as coverage of general population with service of family doctor increases the level of of, uh, quality, decentralization, financial sustainability of healthcare system, and to realize the functional connection and collaboration of private and public sector in future. You know there is no uh, adequate conclusion. We are going, uh, you know, uh, in a, in a, in a good way. We go forward, but uh, it is still um, it is still on on the rate that we need to to work very hard to uh, to be uh, in in a first first uh, European lines. So official gazette for publication of rules and regulation published in 2010. Rule book uh, about quality indicators of healthcare. Uh, under the indicators of healthcare, I mean uh, quality indicators that for tracking and evaluation of medical care and treatment of patient, also the support of medical care activities. So in the field of providing high-quality medical service, great challenges in solving the problem of co-funding medical services that outsources to the private sector. So, hospital sectors is relatively strong. But there is a significant need for modernization here.
0: You're ki- Leila. You're killing it. It's it's. You know, I can feel this is a series report. Um, you know, this is not the United Nations. I mean, <laughs> okay. you took okay. it. You took it yeah. a step too far.
1: <laughs> but you know, uh, there is so much problem here yeah and and there's so many institutes uh, we have so many uh institutes by uh, finance uh, financed by uh, europe that uh help us you know to to create the projects uh, the, yes
0: yeah so the good deposit the we can we can definitely summarize that things are moving into the right direction you guys are g- <laughs> getting you guys are getting some help from <laughs> see this <laughs> this is yeah. uh basically the yeah, short can- version. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's short version my uh, my explanation. So thank you, Michail.
0: <laughs> no problem, no problem. But the good thing is the good thing is you're also um, getting some some help uh, from the European Union um, in regards of finance. Now I would be interested. So for example, how is it with the next generation? So are you um, is the um, I don't know minister of health or you know maybe the academia doing something? So you guys are getting uh, you know a new young generation of doctors. I would say this is like a general problem. In in whole of Europe, that uh, there is not enough. I mean, you know, young doctors coming out of universities and and going into the hospitals. So I don't know what the what the uh, situation is at your, on your side.
1: Uh, yes, we have a very good uh, medical school, uh, and we have very good quality of medicine here, uh, and education and trainings and everything. But uh, the problem starts when. Uh, when young doctor finished his uh, basic education and to work because our salaries are the main problem we have a very low budget for uh, for medicine here in serbia and uh, so many goes uh, goes out you know so um, we are in the on deficit for doctors but just because we cannot pay the doctors we have uh, uh, we have doctors who don't have a job in this moment. We have it. Uh, there is a list. But uh, on the end of this story, that doctors uh, who wait for the job actually goes uh, in, uh, in, uh, in another countries uh, and start working uh, there. And that's a huge problem here in Serbia.
0: Mm, yeah. mm. so there is a there is a, this this classic and i think this also happens a lot in other countries but for example greece is is one of the countries where it's very massive where the people um, who are skilled um, and and they're basically leaving to to the western countries um just because well first of all they will earn more there but also the possible possibilities on of, of yes. personal development you know medical development is there okay yes yes, yes i see that's right yeah um, I have seen, for example, that uh, lately you've been, uh, you, you visited a um, congress in Vienna, as far as I remember. And um, this this gave me an idea um, when I was saying what to talk to you about is, do you see a, I would say, a um, cultural difference uh, between the doctors in, in Serbia and maybe you, the colleagues that you met in Vienna, which who probably came from all around the Around the world for that congress. So when you're exchanging, you know,
1: like culture, cultural differences. Of course, there is cultural differences because the Hindu doctor, uh, she is walking in, in her sari, uh, you know. But uh, the, the 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 main difference is there is no uh, actually there is no main differences because uh, we are uh, we are uh, standing in one spot all together. And uh, we are here, come, you know, with the same passion and with the same hungry for for that health, for that knowledge, and uh, to to see and to hear new topics and uh, maybe to learn something new. So that, that is the most interesting thing in Vienna on Ensche uh that that is the top uh, of re- in reproduction reproductive medicine uh, congress in this uh, in europe um but uh, there, there is 10 thousands of registered, registered doctors and nurses and uh, everybody was exciting uh, about topics about uh, sessions about the courses and it was really unique feeling it, it is it is really moving it, it really moves all medicine forward and it moves all us and it put us on the same on the same uh, cause it's really inspirating so thank you for that question Mikhail
0: <laughs> yeah sure I mean uh, I was very interested if you if you personally saw something but it's I mean it's beautiful to see that uh, no matter where you come from uh, technically you have the same aim um which is you know uh, patients patients uh, um, health and you're you know all together working to that cause Yeah I would like to shift now the view from the healthcare on doctors a little bit more to the patients So what I was very interested in is um from your perspective um How are the habits, the health habits of the Serbian population? So is, is, um, you know, taking care of oneself and paying attention to health and so on, is that something rather prevalent or are people mm, a little bit more, you know, negligible to themselves?
1: (laughs) Well, because we are talking about uh, all Serbia. So it's it's quite, uh, you know, big view. Uh, There is one study... Uh, from Ministry of Health uh, that covers all the Serbian habits and all the Serbian health so uh, I really want to be precise when I'm talking about that because I don't want to give my uh, personal perspective or perspective from uh, the few patients uh, that I, uh, the mostly fre- frequently see in my uh, private ordination. Maybe it is good uh, to give uh, to give that uh, the global perspective, the perspective from Serbia. So I will. Uh, I will tell you that there is one publication present uh, uh, in the National Evaluation of National Health Survey actually from uh, 2004 and the p- publication presents the key findings of the study by gender and age of the survey population, social economic characteristics, education household income and demographics health survey, uh, well the index actually. Uh, there is a 12 points 12 findings there and the first one tells that uh, almost a half of the adult population and about 90% of children and adolescents preserved their overall uh, health as good and very good uh, next uh, almost every other adult had at least one of the chronic disease elevated blood pressure rheumatic articular disease elevated blood lipids uh, next, with regard uh, to nutrition status, 2006, the body mass index showed overweight um, uh, in 54% uh, 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 of the uh, of that uh, of that uh, pool. Two thirds of adults spent their free time passively in sedentary activities, and almost one third of the working population had a sedentary type of work. In six, risky behavior in traffic uh, was a particularly marked in drivers aged 18 to 34 years uh, and were almost considered to having driven under the influence of alcohol, exceeding the speed limit and using a mobile phone while driving. Uh, In nine, uh, of the total number of adults who have sex with non-regular partners, only somewhat about uh, one half use a condom at least, uh, se- uh, latest sexual in- uh, intercourse with a non-regular partner. Over one uh, fifth of the young aged um, 50 to 90 years had uh, sufficient knowledge about HIV uh, slash AIDS which is three old improvement over 2000. Over two f- uh, fifths of the summer accounted of purchase of medications. So you know, I maybe uh, that that's
0: it. Really? Okay, because <laughs> I was thinking that you you just keep going for another twenty minutes <laughs> and t- t- tell us a little bit, t- give us a little bit more data. You know,
1: I, I understand, but maybe it, it is important.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. It is important. It's actually a very good to hear. So um, what I realize is, like probably in any other Western country. Um, Serbians need to move a little bit more, um, and so they can burn the calories. Uh, and also, young people, uh, young adults, should uh, um, use more protection when they are having sexual intercourse. Plus, they should stop drinking when they are driving uh, very, very fast. From from your report.
1: Yes. Yes. You. You. Uh, you. You hear me? Maybe there is the data that I mentioned, but it's really a very huge problem here uh, because we have uh, so much clubs. We have very high social life here uh, and uh, the, the young people start to go out very young. Uh, so it, here it's particularly very, very uh, often you will see young people getting drunk and uh, sitting in a car uh, very often. So, so yeah.
0: Well, there is a very there is a very good way how to stop this. I mean, you just make sure that the police is checking a little bit more. That when they get caught, they just need to pay a fine, which is very high. You know that usually uh, is, I would say, um, scary enough for young people not to do that.
1: Good measure. Good measure. Yeah. Good measure. Um, yes. Unfortunately, in in few uh, examples, in in few cases, it's. Uh, th- there is no comeback. Uh, we have dead people. We have so much uh, car accident. But it comes, uh, it goes. Our our talk comes to uh, political, <laughs> uh, you know, thing because there is so problem here in uh, in that uh, part of uh, um, as well. So. Um, yeah, maybe it will be good to to make uh, measurements to be uh, uh, sharper or to be. Uh, you know, there is no uh, there is no way that you can get out just because you are young, uh, but just because you are young, you should pay a lot. So uh, you will never ever uh, have that idea uh, later, so I I agree with you
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I think in other countries um, uh, where the fines are very high, what people do is they carpool so you always have one person who is not drinking, and make sure that basically uh, uh, drives everybody home safely, um, but uh, you know, I mean, there is a lot of possibilities but it, it's just neglect, it's, it's uh, you know, you don't think about it, then you do it but there is a lot of risk involved and usually the uh, um, should I say, the regret afterwards is uh, is tremendous.
1: I said I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you, Michael.
0: Um, moving on for uh, for a little bit more, uh, you know, specific topic, which is your expertise as uh, immunologist and uh, allergologist, is uh, we're going to talk about allergies. And you specifically asked me to talk about the um, environmental allergies and their influence on the respiratory system. Um, and before I go green, because I don't know what to talk about in this topic, it's, uh, I'm not the expert, I'll just let you introduce the topic and why you wanted to talk about the um, this one exactly.
1: Okay, I would like, I would really like to do that. So first of all, all we should uh, make a difference between uh, se- uh, seasonal and environmental allergies so seasonal allergies strike uh, at different times uh, of the year and depending on which allergies trigger a reaction uh, seasonal allergies uh, include runny nose itchy eyes, congestion and sneezing maybe you have it michael sometimes
0: um, are we talking about pollen allergy? So as soon as these grasses, flowers, and whatever pop up in spring, I'm, I'm, I'm basically dying. Do you mean that?
1: Yeah, you, you see, you see, it's uh, it's very often. Actually, it's uh, it goes with a thirty percent of all population. So it's really really often. Um, How lucky
0: I am. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Yes, but it's treatable, so uh, if you have uh, good coffee, you have refill your, your coffee, maybe you will uh, hear uh, all the treatment stories, so you will, uh, you will go with that, <laughs> don't worry. So other symptoms include uh, sore throat uh, from post nasal drip, the sensation of one's uh, poppy and even fatigue during uh, the day. That symptoms could trigger all sorts of pollen floating around. But uh, environmental allergies are different uh, from seasonal allergies uh, in that they are found year-round versus different uh, times of the year. So, uh, environmental allergies include uh, exposure to dust mites, cockroaches, and pet danger. Mm -hmm. Um, So... When we are talking of mechanism, uh, we can talk that we can. I can tell you that with the repeated exposure, the body uh, produces large amounts of the antibody specific to that allergens and stimulates cells in the respiratory system, uh, so-called mast cells, to re- to release histamine. And chemical response for allergic symptoms, such as rhinos, cough, uh, and itchy. Actually, histamine is is the the main cause. Allergy drugs, such as antihistaminics, uh, and uh, the congestants may make it easier to breathe. Um, There is important to say that asthma is the most uh, worst case uh, of allergic reaction. Uh, like uh, angioedema as well and should be treated with inhalated or parenteral uh, given corticos uh, that will help open airways and reduce inflammation in the in the airways that is the story about uh, about that distinction of environmental and uh, seasonal, seasonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so okay can i jump in between like course. with some questions of course of course lovely so, um, for, is there a difference, for example, in the um, um, in being in being allergic to cats and dogs?
1: Uh, well, that is, there is uh, pet allergies. Um, it, it's a bit uh, difference because, yeah, they uh, they can call they can be cause of the environmental uh, allergies, uh, but that reaction caused with the protein from from the from the animal. Uh, it is allergic reaction on dead proteins found uh, in an animal's skin, cells, liver, or, uh-huh. or urine. Uh, si- signs of the pet allergy includes those common of uh, high fever, such as sneezing, grind nose, and some people may also experience signs of asthma as well, such as wheezing and the, the uh, difficulty breathing. So pet allergies are common. However, uh, it is uh, uh, it is uh, uh, go to develop a pathologies uh, in the positive family outcome in the allergies uh, of asthma. So if your father or someone had that asthma or have some kind of allergies, there is uh, quite likely to that you will have a pet allergy um, on the end. So being exposed to pets uh, at an early age may help you avoid pet allergies. So uh, it is good advice to give okay. a baby uh, some pet in early age. In the first year, it's good for a baby to have a little cat uh, around her. So it's actually good medical advice. Yeah.
0: So um, I've been also told um, by by somebody, and I didn't believe this, um, I didn't I didn't uh, make a fact check on this, but somebody told me that they are... Uh, there, um, um how do you call it a, a hypoallergic cat so that there are cats which are like don't have any allergens and i was no, no, I, and i no. thought oh. uh,
1: no 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 uh, uh, as i already said uh, uh, any protein from uh, mm-hmm. uh, all cats have a uh, proteins but maybe there is a cats who have uh, less glands uh, uh, who will uh, you know, um, don't leave so much uh, fur. There, they will uh, don't leave so much uh, hair around her. Uh, all that is allergens. So um, all all that animal who once you have a pet allergy or allergy on a cat or allergy on the on a dog, uh, you will be uh, allergic on uh, every dog. You know, so there is mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, there is a 20% population worldwide, and it's growing public health concern as these rates increase because the ability uh, to diagnose cat sensation is good uh, in contrast to dog. So component result diagnostics of sensation to individual allergenic proteins will dramatically improve diagnosis so this um, remain focuses on the current state of knowledge regarding allergies dog and cats, recent uh, advances therapies such as subcutaneous immunotherapy, you know, there is that kind of therapy as well, and uh, discusses important areas to improve diagnosis and therapy. In generally, the high prevalence of uh, allerg- allergic diseases is associated with uh, considerable uh, direct individual morbidity, as well as high sus- societal costs, including uh, it, including loss of productivity. So it was the most costly disease in the US with uh, estimated at um, uh, six uh, $6,000 uh, $6, uh, per year per uh, employee. So it's very, you know, uh, very uh, huge field for research and for do something, maybe with the immunotherapy or with the oral antihistaminics or because uh, when you said someone you need to rid off your cat or dog because you're allergic, uh, they will rather, uh, you know, die by asthma than than do that. So Oh
0: yeah, the love between between the pet owners and the pets uh, these days is extremely, extremely strong, sometimes in my opinion beyond uh, reason. But uh, who am I to judge? I mean, uh, you know.
1: Like me, yeah, yes. So we need to find solution for that, for that love, and to be, uh, to to be in a, in a family, to stay that cat. Uh, my my advice to my patient is that uh, at least not sleep with 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 uh, with the animal. Mm-hmm. Just avoid avoid sleeping because you you will be uh, inhaling uh, six or nine hours. Uh, that proteins that will uh, really damage your respiratory and all body um, With the antigens. so
0: but then you know I mean if, if it's really the proteins and I'm asking for example myself uh, let, Let's let assume I am allergic to a cat and then you tell me that I am and you know I'm not one of these super loving people so I get rid of her um, and and uh, but I'm still um, having trouble is it because probably her protein is all over the place um
1: of course um, it's it's a very huge, uh, very huge problem um, there is a, a protein when when animal lives in a house there is a, a dry urine uh, there is wet urine in, on the floor then that urine goes dry and that the dry urine goes uh, in the air so in one moment you have all that allergens in the, in the air just because you have You have PET. So uh, my advice uh, for people, sometimes you cannot um, make a distinction if there is a real allergic reaction or it's just, you know, sensitivity. So we need to do tests. We do pricks. And after that, we we give good information and precise information that uh, that particular person have a strong allergy reaction on their PET. It's very... Mm-hmm. Uh, sad information for, for that and it goes with the uh, five phases uh, they uh, all, all of them thinking uh, just how to uh, you know how to avoid uh, uh, avoid uh, separation of, from the yeah. firm and sometimes goes for checkups and said okay I don't have any contact but you see that they have <laughs> so, mm, mm. Oh,
0: classic know. classic yeah. yeah i didn't I, I didn't eat any red meat or chocolate yeah of course okay <laughs>
1: yeah that
0: sort of that sort of stuff okay um so we definitely covered the the seasonal um allergies uh, we talked a little bit about the uh environmental ones um we talked about the animals now i'll be very curious about the food allergies so did the food allergies, um, or is there an increase in the incidence rates of food allergies? And the reason why I'm asking is because um, up until maybe two years ago, I barely heard about, you know, from 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 people that, that you meet and talk, I barely heard about somebody telling me that they're allergic to food. And suddenly everybody has a problem with gluten, everybody has some problem with uh with uh, lactose, um, and I don't know. I mean, did they have this problem for a long time and they didn't know what was going on in the got public? Or is it, are we getting more uh, um, are we getting more and more sensitive?
1: Well, uh, the, the point is that uh, the people who are talking about that kind of uh, uh, allergies, I apostrophe that. It, it is uh, the problem with the intolerance. So there is this distinction about that, mm-hmm. that it's uh, different things. Food allergies are mostly misunderstood as intolerance. So most phys- uh, physical reaction to certain food is caused by intolerance. And uh, you don't want to have a food allergy, believe me. <laughs> so food allergy causes um, an immune system reaction and it affects numerous organs in the body. In some causes, it could be life-threatening uh, by intolerance, symptoms are generally less serious and often limited and localized on digestive problems. So intolerance is uh, easy Mm -hmm. to prevent by avoiding specific food. Uh, Causes of food intolerance include uh, absence of an enzyme needed to fully digest the food or irritable bowel syndrome or sensitivity to food, um, uh, to some food additives or requiring stress or physiological factors or celiac disease. Celiac disease um, has the some features. Um, at, uh, it goes uh, like a food, very similar to food, food allergy because it involves the human system as well. Uh, but people with a celiac disease mm-hmm. are uh, not at risk of anaphylaxis, like uh, like a people with a true truly food allergy is. So this chronic digestive condition is triggered by eating gluten. So uh, it caused uh, cause by that protein. So, by food allergy reaction, the greatest reaction is anaphylaxis. Uh, it is a life-threatening uh, reaction, and it cause uh, in that cause we need to administrate an emergency epinephrine shot in order to prevent heart failure. So that's serious uh, food allergy is. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the food allergy is not is not increase is not increasing actually. It's been the same all the year, um, but uh, intolerance maybe we have, maybe because we have good diagnostic now we can do the uh, very easy tests uh, and uh, then we can uh, measure uh, uh, people when they avoid that food. So in that case we can say there is uh, there is a reaction on that food, like intolerance. Maybe later, maybe in the past there is no way to to make a difference, just you you feel that nothing is good for you you cannot um, you know it's uh, your your stomach is in pain you just avoid naturally you know that food but now we can set precisely your you know intolerance on on the uh, lactose or or protein uh, meal protein uh, so maybe because of that, you have that
0: perception. I would call it, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe wrong perception. Definitely, definitely, and it's also due to media and and everything. You know, it it, it felt literally, it felt like suddenly everybody uh, um, is allergic to any kind of food. But uh, thank you very much for clarifying that. So it's it's uh, it's actually a maybe an increase in intolerance. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. yeah. Actually, in Serbia, we we are all uh, stop eating gluten because our Novak Djokovic starts to winning after failure because they start they stop eating gluten. So you know uh, he do very very uh, big uh, 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 you know media and influence on everyday people's life because just because of that. So can you believe? It? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know, sometimes I'm asking myself if it's the, just not because the quality of the food that is uh, produced and sold just went down dramatically. Because um, if you're producing, uh, so, so, you know, masses of food, um, sooner or later, the, the quality of, of the, the products is not going to be the same. So, I, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I assume that it's not that uh, the grain and uh, the other things are, probably don't have the same uh, texture and quality that they have.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree with that, especially with the meat. There is a, a very huge problem with that. And I don't know, I think that we will see that consequences uh, the years that come.
0: Yeah, uh, we, we usually pay for that with our health. So, but I mean, sometimes it, it, that's what it takes to, to understand sometimes for us, you know. <laughs> it's like a common human nominator. We need to feel it so we can change it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, on our skin.
0: Now, asking as a, um, as a layperson, is there or what is the difference, for example, if I'm allergic to uh, peanuts or if I'm allergic, for example, to shellfish or crustaceans? So I understand that there are probably different allergens um, and then my body probably produces different type of, uh, of uh, antibodies. But um, is there also another difference or, or is it basically the same?
1: No, no, no. Once you have uh, your body recognized that food that's you know dangerous for you, uh, mm-hmm. even if it is not, uh, they they will give you particularly uh, high level of immune response, and it's unique response. There is no you know a personal response for for some food. For example, if you are allergic on on strawberry, you will have the same uh, reaction, prompt reaction. It, it can be depend just in the in amount that you have that you take it Maybe if you have two strawberries is the different reaction or just you know It will be reaction different just uh, time difference like uh, it will be fast Then you will eat just half of strawberry. So just It's the same uh, if you are mm-hmm. allergic on on peanut you will have the same reaction uh, like the girl who is uh, allergic on strawberry. So it is the same. Okay. And it leads to uh, to a very strong reaction. Uh, it, if it is not treatable, uh, if you, you know, don't go to or cannot catch up the uh, some ER, you will probably have a heart failure and uh, you will probably die, yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much for clarifying that for me. Um, <laughs> you welcome, my time. You mentioned the skin prick test. Um, I, I remember, I mean, it was administered on myself, uh, you know, a while back, uh, a few years ago as well. But I was asking, my, is that the only uh, game in town? So it's like, is it's that the only uh, uh, test that it's widely used to to find out if you're allergic to something? Or is there something more modern, more um, modern? I don't know. I'm not informed on this.
1: <laughs> well, um, Skink Brick, if you ask me, is, is he still up to date? Um is still the most sensitive test for allergies, uh, the gold standard for allergy testing. And it is essential pr- pr- procedure um, to confirm sensi- uh, sensitization uh, uh, of uh, interglobulin uh, e mediated allergies. Diseases in subjects which are renal, you know, conductivity, asthma, ticaria, anaphylaxis, atopic, eczema, etc. Et Even in on the food and drug allergy as well. So. The recommended method of prick testing includes the uh, appropriate use of specific allergen extract, positive and negative control, interpretation of the test after 50 and 20 minutes of application, which a positive result defined uh, as a wheel uh, bigger than 3 millimeters diameter. Standardization of the skin test proced- pro- pro- procedures are uh, standard uh, panels for different geographic location. Uh, are encouraged worldwide uh, to permit better uh, comparisons for diagnostic clinical and research purposes so yes uh, my my uh, my answer is yes uh, skin prick is still uh, up to date and because it's cheap because uh, he's fast and you can with that test you can test uh, you know every other uh, aller, allergens all that you that you want you know we have here 10 the made the basic uh, antigens that we test if we're talking about a seasonal allergies and we have uh, a bit bigger for food allergies it is about 20 antigens who that we tested but uh, the mostly it is enough you know the the there is no go if there is a problem, if there is autoimmunological states and then we are going, uh, going deeper and we take a blood uh, samples from our patient, we do uh, separation of antigens, of uh, interglobulin uh, you know, and, uh, immunological proteins and then we can uh, discuss on this molecular level what's happening in the body if there is a, you know, a huge problem. But when we are talking about these kind of allergies, the uh, skin prick is, is, you know, is enough.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's still up to date and we can still use it. And it actually, you know, I was wondering because it's, a, it's that simple. Um, I was wondering um, if, <laughs> if we are basically not moving forward in this or if somebody forgot to, um, to innovate. But if it works and if, it, if it's really a, a, a very good solution from, from all, uh, you know, perspectives, why not?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: of course. Maybe a little bit more. Um, how should I say? Uh, critical topic once more. Um, this life, is something what I would uh, say a be. lot of. The
1: critical topic.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, uh, I think deep down <laughs> I'm a rebel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a provocateur, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I don't like. I don't like boring stuff. You know? It's it's. Uh, um okay. I, I like fun. Fun usually comes comes together when when you ask the right questions. So I, I know that a lot of mothers uh, would probably um, sh- shake their heads right now, but I want to talk to you about vaccination because um, you know lately there there has been a, a huge uproar about vaccination, and I don't know why. But after after um, you know um, extinguishing a lot of of uh, I would say life threatening conditions thanks to vaccination, suddenly out of nowhere, um, some people come out of the woods. Yeah. And they are, they are uh, you know, fighting against vaccination because of, I would say, a rather uh, small number of, of cases where, uh, you know, the evidence is a little bit inconclusive. So, I mean, you as an expert, what do you think about uh, vaccination?
1: Uh, all the best. <laughs> Vaccinate your child. Don't hesitate. No, seriously. Um, In light of the increasing refusal of some uh, parents to uh, vaccinate children, public health strategies uh, have focused on increasing knowledge and awareness based on a knowledge deficit approach. So, however, decisions about vaccination are based on more than uh, the knowledge of risks, costs and benefits. So individual decision-making about mission involves many other factors, including uh, those related to emo- emotions, culture, religion, and sociopolitical context. So in one paper published last year, I'm all about papers, but, you
0: know, (laughs) I'm a a scientist. That's fine. That's fine. We need evidence. We need objective evidence and data to uh, substantiate the claims, you know.
1: I understand because this is very serious things. So that paper published last year by data collected and used in National Representative Internet Survey in the U.S., to investigate sociopolitical characteristics to uh, assess attitudes about vaccination. In particular, uh, they considered uh, how political ideology and trust affect opinion about vaccination for flu, pertussis and measles. So their findings demonstrate that ideology has a uh, direct effect of vaccine attitudes. Likely to express uh, pro vaccination beliefs that uh, other individuals. So, furthermore, ideology also has an uh, indirect effect on immunization uh, propensity. So the ideology variably predicts an indicator of capturing trust in government medical experts, which in turn help to explain individual level variation uh, with regards to attitudes about vaccine choice. Despite all 50 states uh, requiring children to be vaccinated before attending school, all states allow uh, exemptional for medical reasons all but two allow exemptions for religious reasons and almost half of philosophical reasons. So such exemptions contradict the effort uh, of the U.S. government to dare to federally mandate vaccine shadow and achievement of universal vaccination to maintain herd immunity. Various reasons for parents not vaccinated, their children exist. From uh, from former oversight, socioeconomic barriers, uh, race, ethnicity, and for some, the result of conscious decision. Oftentimes, the deliberate decisions are based on parental concern regarding vaccine safety and uh, efficiency. For example, there is a growing parental public interest in natural products, and even some have taken up to mantle to green or vaccines. So it's it's mantle due to public fears of the relationship between MMR vaccine and autism. Uh, so that there is a relationship for which no credible empirical evidence has been found. Uh, when vaccination concerns children, as in the case of MMR, the, uh, parents uh, lack control over the outcome of vaccination and the potential damage, although extremely r- r- rare, less than one in a million, can be long-term or even fatal. Moreover, benefits can be difficult to calculate, particularly given that the negative consequences uh, of nearly eradicated disease are no longer silent. So consequently, many parents give greater weight to the risks of vaccines than the benefit. So because of that, we have... Now, huge problem in Serbia. Every year we have uh, we have morbidly uh, epidemia, and uh, it's it's that that is very sad information because that uh, diseases are, are uh, was yeah was eradicated. Now they're no longer silent. And if you want advice for that mother. Uh, there's no advice they just need to, to do shuttle a vaccine shuttle for their children not to think about that not to research on the internet uh, or
0: to ask a neighbor well i mean they can research if they want to but then they have to research properly you know i mean you cannot read you cannot read some post online from somebody or, or let's say from a nobody and then go like ah, oh, okay this is what's happening i mean if then they need to do uh, what what uh, you know scientists do. So you you have to go online and you have to read 50, 60 papers. You know.
1: Yeah, of course, it's very hard to research, research that team because it's all about molecules. When you are uh, when you are discussing vaccines and what, what's happening uh, and the the, the the way that vaccine is uh, improving your immunity and your health, you need to understand. Uh, molecularly, uh, uh, you know the the, the 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 signals, the genetics, and everything, and it is in the start uh, very confusing and uh, very, um, uh, you know, uh, goes uh, parents goes with the anxious. Uh, I think that it's not just not good for for them. There is papers who tell that there is a, from in a one in a million child there could be uh, you know not good outcome and uh, for a parent with that child that is 100% yeah
0: you know we really have this is this is the problem of the of the you know this is a psychological problem that we have is we are not really good in assessing risk that's number one and number two we don't really we yeah and we don't really we don't really think of, in in proper probabilities you know and in the mathematical sense what we do is we take something what is um, representative. And when your child should become autist, um, that's for a lot of parents a very scary emotional thing. That's their representativeness, you know. So one in a million autists, wow, my child, no, um, they don't see the probabilities. They, don't, they cannot assess the risk. Hence, we have the problem that we have horrible
1: yes good 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 uh you you have good sentences you 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 said it very well so thank you for that conclusion
0: well thank you for for giving us the 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 data
1: (laughs) material yeah you're welcome
0: perfect um one last question uh to close up our wonderful talk and i'm pretty sure that you already heard this one for a hundred times but what can we do (laughs) um to have a better immune system so what are the easy life hacks that we can, everybody can do to uh, basically uh, boost up the the immune system.
1: So you want a little high, you want to live long and good with good quality of life. Is that your question?
0: Um, Yeah, sort of. I mean, uh, so I was asking, I was asking for uh, basically, you know, very simple advice uh, for for everybody uh, how to boost up the immune system a little. Um, despite taking cold showers and eating oranges and lemons.
1: <laughs> because you already do that.
0: <laughs> well, the cold showers, yes. The oranges, uh, rather less. I mean, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I go for apples because one apple a day keeps the doctor away.
1: Yeah, away, of course. Well, the, you know, do you want a scientific uh, story or you want to...
0: I want something what is efficient, <laughs> what actually works. <laughs>
1: Well, there is a very, very good... You know, story scientific story about uh, supplements, and because of there is so so much uh, a problem. uh, You know, there is so much supplements. The people uh, don't know how to use it. They don't know. You know what kind of what what to choose. What kind of to choose. So the main uh, advance or hack it will be uh, for you just to eat uh, fresh uh, fresh food from your. A land you know from your country uh, the food that is genetic similar with you the most similar with you enough time to eat uh, two meals in a in a in a calmness uh, enough uh, enough time to 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 have uh, to digest that food it will be good advice and, of course, uh, the the using of some uh, aerobical exercises uh, for running, it is not, you know, uh, uh, not, not some lifting uh, and to, to do the high lifting, just aerobic uh, or, or uh, running it's like uh, manganese, iron, copper, zinc are also involved uh, in nucleotide and nucleotide acid systems. So... So you know th- th- that's my advice. Just you know, be balanced and uh, go with the balanced proteins, go with the balanced phosphates, lipids, fatty acids. Everything will be good. <laughs> you know, be just you know, be happy. Yeah, just be happy not to have bad genetic. And uh, by supplements,
0: you will be okay. So movement and nutrition, wonderful, perfect. Leila, thank you very much for this uh, last advice. Um, we will surely take it, uh, take it into consideration. I hope everybody will. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming on my show.
1: No, thank you, Michal. It was a real pleasure to me.
0: This was The Voice of Medicine. Make sure you tune in next time and take care.